On this brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, we talk with a member of Competitor Nation about how he went from rock bottom to rockin' life. What's up, competitors? Welcome back to the show. My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm so excited you are here. As I will welcome to the show today, Matt Shell. Matt is actually a member of Competitor Nation, and I asked him to come on the show this week after sending me an email about how the Compete Everyday message has encouraged and inspired him. Matt shares his story of loss and how the loss of his dad really rocked his world and sent him spiraling into a negative direction. We discuss what he did to slowly pull himself out, how the power of the relationships in his life helped, and what he's doing now to go from rock bottom to rocking his life and crushing the goals he sets. So tune in today, get connected with one of your own members of Competitor Nation, this was a fun, short interview, and so I hope you get a lot of value out of it. Before we dive into the show, I wanted to try something new for those of you listening and for those of you that need some new gear. The code SPOOKY20, S-P-O-O-K-Y-2-0. That's right. In honor of Halloween, the code SPOOKY20 will give you, the listeners of the Compete Everyday podcast, 20% off from today, this when this episode airs, until November 3rd, 2020. That's right. You have the next six days to try it out. Use the code SPOOKY20. We'll get you 20% off any order you place during this week. So give it a shout. And thank you so incredibly much for continuing to support the show. We're almost sold out of all of our breast cancer awareness fundraiser shirts. We are running low, if not sold out already, of our Until I Stop Glow-in-the-Dark Halloween outfits. And oh, by the way, you can use that brand new code on Monday, November 2nd's brand new fall release. So if you need a sweatshirt, crop sweatshirt, ladies, or some new gear, including a really cool new shirt design. Hang on to that code. Use it Monday at our brand new fall drop coming on Monday, November 2nd. But And the code will expire, like I said, Tuesday, November 3rd at midnight. So you won't be able to use it one week from today, but you've got the next week to be able to use it on any order at CompeteEveryday.com. Finally, I'd love your thoughts on this new format that we have starting next week. That's right. Starting Monday, you will get three episodes of the Compete Everyday podcast every week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wednesdays will continue to be our guest interviews, but Monday will be some short fire, light something under your rear end, get you in gear to get up and go to compete, to do the things that competitors do differently to win in their work, in their training, and in their life. So check it out Monday morning with a brand new episode kicking us off and we will have those three episodes a week all November long so that you can finish this year strong. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome the member of Competitor Nation, Matt Shell. Matt Shell, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Hey, how's it going? Good. I, I bet you did not expect us to be sitting here having this conversation after you initially had emailed me uh, after actually responding to one of my emails after you picked up a new shirt. 
but man, getting to hear some of your story, I, I loved it. I, I definitely think our listeners are in for a treat today to kind of hear a little bit uh, about your journey to today. But before we go back, let's take a snapshot of today, man. Where do you live? What does day-to-day lo- look like t- for you right now? Uh, and then I kind of want to back up a little bit. So right now I live in Milton, Wisconsin, pretty small town. Um, got a wife. I just got married in February. We're actually expecting a baby in November, the day before Thanksgiving. So doing that. And then I'm a production supervisor for a company that builds ship engines for the U.S. Navy. Okay. Uh, man, so not only have you had an incredibly exciting year where most people will look back on 2020 and complain about it, you got married and welcoming a new addition to the family before Thanksgiving. So a lot of good things to be grateful for. But uh, life wasn't always so positive and, and happy-go-lucky as, as we would say, um, having these positive things. Because when you reached out, you were kind of coming out of uh, a rougher period. I know we connected this summer, but uh, it was just a couple of years ago that you were kind of dealing with some loss and, and struggling with how to cope with that. Uh, if you don't mind sharing with our listeners a little bit, flash us back to 2018 and share a little bit about what was going on that year with you um, and what kind of started to transpire in a, in a negative format for you in your life. So back in uh, 2018 in March, on my birthday actually, um, my dad calls me over to his house and says, hey, you know, I can't walk. And you know, he'd been struggling with his back problems and everything like that. So I went over there to help him, you know, couldn't really get him to his truck or anything like that. So um, fast forward a couple of days to that Saturday, actually found out that he had stage four cancer and it had spread all the way to his body and the tumors were actually took away his ability to walk and everything. Um, and then on March 19th, 12 days after, you know, I found out that he might have cancer, he passed away. And so for me, that was my best friend. That was, you know, the guy that I followed, you know, he served in the Navy and then I served in the Navy. He worked at, you know, the same place that I work at now. And then basically I was following his legacy. That was my best friend, my confidant, the person I could always talk to. And then one day everything's gone, you know? And so, I solved my problems like many people do when they're dealing with grief was I started drinking a lot. I drank too much. I ate poorly. I'd go to, you know, Qdoba two, sometimes three times a day, you know, and, or get a Taco Bell, you know, at two o'clock in the morning, but I definitely wasn't eating right. I wasn't being healthy and I wasn't making very good decisions. So. What a, so a lot of times we find ourselves in those tailspins because it, it doesn't start small, we, or it doesn't start big, I should say. It starts small. We're just looking for ways to honestly suppress the pain and suppress the feelings and, and just kind of cope with it. And, and I think a lot of us can relate to that, whether it, it is alcohol, drugs, something else. We're just trying to get away from, from actually going through the emotions and the pain of it. What was that turning point for you? Because I know this carried on for a few months of, of just drinking and, and eating crap and, and just trying to escape reality that, that what was the kind of spark or change that kind of shook you back awake? So, I mean, honestly, I reconnected with my now wife um, after, you know, on Tinder, you know, who would have thought, right? <laughs> but, 
wipe right, man. And ever since then, my life's been going right. So um, it being with her and the family, you know, she we now have a four-year-old who just started pre-K today and everything. So um, wanting to do right by the family, wanting to do right by her, it really opened up. And I had to think, like, is this really what my dad would want, you know? I, was there like a was there like a specific day that you just remember like starting to ask yourself these questions or these conversations was did anything like obviously going out and, and meeting your now wife but like do you remember like a specific moment because for a lot of people it's it just kind of carries on but for some people like there is a conversation there's there's something that's like oh I need to think about how I'm actually living or, or somebody reminds us of what we were doing before. Well, I mean, I think the big thing for me was obviously waking up on a Sunday, you know, the normal thing, not a Sunday morning, right? A Sunday afternoon, yep. just hung over doing the same thing again and again. And it's, I really asked myself, like, is this what my life's become? Is this what I'm going to do every weekend? And, you know, I know a lot of people that drink every day or drink every weekend. And it's like, is there's more to the life, you know, and there's, um, I really had to ask myself honestly, like, is this what I wanted? And the answer, you know, was absolutely not. So, well, you, uh, so let's, let's talk about that a little bit. So once you started to realize that you wanted to change, uh, I know at the time you were up to, I think you weighed, you said 275. Uh, and so tell me kind of where, where you got started, because for a lot of us, like we, we start down this path, we get into this hole we realize we want to change. We know we need to change, but sometimes you don't know where, or you start looking at how far you're trying to go and, and people lose motivation in that sense. So for you, what was that day one like? And, and what were those first few weeks like for you, first few months of, of trying to get back to where you were, or, or maybe just to create something new? So I really did a, a crazy thing. I was kind of looking, I was thinking about being a state trooper for the state of Wisconsin. And so by doing that, you had to pass the run. Being 275 pounds, you got to run a mile and a half and under, you know, I think it's 16 minutes or to even qualify. So got a treadmill for 200 bucks that somebody was trying to give away and um, just started running. And that really started where I'm at now. Um, but that was the goal. And then, you know, having a family and everything after serving in the Navy, you think about missing holidays and I can only, you know, give all my praise to people that are not there on holidays, but I decided that that's not what I wanted to do, but I'd already sparked a fire with running. So I just kept going. So. And what, uh, three half marathons since then, is that right? So I actually just completed my fourth on August 1st. So flashback to the first one, I ran it in, two hours, 58 minutes and 59 seconds, sprained ankle and all, um, you know, actually twisted it while I was running. And then I completed my one on August 1st in a minute, 51 seconds. So hour 51. If you yeah, ran a so. minute, if you ran a minute <laughs> half marathon, we're about to have a whole different conversation. <laughs> no, yes. An hour and 51 minutes. Sorry. That's 28 all. Seconds, 26 seconds. So that's awesome, man. Congratulations on that progress. I know Thank one you. of the things you shared with me is, is now, uh, you know, you're 
always trying to level up from your personal fitness and your goals. Like you're just never satisfied with that. One of the things I'm curious about though is, is you seem to take a lot of pride now in your work. You take a lot of pride in, in really the legacy you're creating. And I say that because of following in your dad's footsteps and the things that he imprinted on you. Where do you, just out of curiosity, walk the line between being proud of what you've done? I mean, you went from 275 to under 225. You're running four half marathons. Like that is, those are accomplishments and growths to be proud of. But how do you walk the lines where you're proud of what you've done, but you still have this never relenting just spirit to do more? So I think the biggest thing is I try to stay humble, right? One of the greatest things in leadership that I've learned is to stay humble and I know where I want to be and I'm not there yet, but I appreciate everything that I've done. Um, my wife has a tendency to remind me too, when I get a little too over-focused, she's like, Hey, but look at where you are. And so, you know, it even from 225, you know, down to 203 now, it's stuff that I never thought was possible. And when you, I feel like once you open that door to a reality that you've long since forgot, you know, you kind of decide, hey, you know, this is real, and I'm going to do this. And, you know, it's about keeping the fire burning. And like I said, staying humble. So. I love it. I love it. Well, the the one reason one of the things we connected with was our uh, strong sailor shirt. And, and for those listening that have never that haven't seen it, uh, it has an anchor on the back and talks about how a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. And, and obviously being a Navy man and, and a Navy family man, I'm curious, just kind of wrapping up today, what do you remember? You're, I know you talked about kind of the turning point of your dad's death turned in a wrong way for you in terms of how you responded to it. And, and now you've climbed back out. You've built this great life with your family. You've got a growing family. You're crushing these fitness goals. What's the one thing that you look back on in terms of things your dad's taught you that have just stuck with you, that you just continue every week, maybe every month, you think about and remember and try to live by? So, I mean, mainly, you know, my dad was a hard worker. Um, he spent a lot of time at work, you know, sometimes he'd work 84 hours a week, you know, trying to make the best product for the Navy and stuff like that. And so it's just the hard work and the drive and about always wanting the best for your family. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, for my grandpa and my dad is the way that they have been able to take care of their kids and to provide the best life for them and to just truly show them what being a man is all about. And, you know, with the young son, it's very important, especially in today's world, you know, with everything going on with, you know, all the social, you know, media and stuff like that is, you know, trying to show them how to be a good parent or be a good man and stuff like that. So I try to pass that on and I try to remember that and basically take what I've learned from them. So. I love it. Well, I know, I didn't know your dad, but I know he'd be proud on how you responded to the adversities that you were dealt, obviously unexpectedly, uh, and how you just, and I enjoyed this and, and wanted to share your story more than anything, because I appreciate anyone that can take that pain that life has inevitably for all of us and the challenges that life throws our way and, and goes through that valley, goes through that victim mindset of woe is me and why is this happening to, to eventually saying, no, there's, there's still things I have left to do. And more importantly, in, in your case, I have children and family I need to take care of and help build a legacy for so that one day 
they can take what I've done and, and run farther and faster with. So Matt, want to commend you on that. Man, for anyone listening today, I'm curious, are you active on social media? Is there anywhere people can connect with you? Uh, maybe someone listening that perhaps is going through the same thing. They've lost a loved one recently and, and kind of find themselves in that bottle, but perhaps they tuned into an episode and happened to catch this conversation. Where's the best place to connect with you? I mean, if you want to be motivated by running, I mean, you can go to Instagram. It's uh, just K-J-E-L-L Matt. Um, pretty simple. And then just first name, last name. If you want to find me on Facebook, send me a message, you know, ask me what's going on or how everything's going. So that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And what's the next race you've already lined up in your eyes? So I've actually been looking at the, it, it'll obviously be virtual. So I'm trying to get a marathon in before the baby's born. So the okay. Mankato marathon is in the end of October. So just put 250 miles in this month. So congratulations. Looking, now you're vir marathon. Well, you're virtual. Will you do it on a treadmill or will you have mapped out a 26.2 mile course? No, I will do it out here. Um, on the bike trail so basically the 26 bike trail i'll run past my brother and sister-in-law's house which is the turnaround point for a half marathon and be like all right gotta keep going gotta keep going so it's well, pretty hilly but it's definitely worth it and knowing that you're in wisconsin i would highly encourage it before the baby's born because i, I believe it gets a little cold up there that it doesn't here in texas <laughs> that is for sure Matt, man, thanks for hanging out on the Compete Podcast this week, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. As always, drop us a note with your feedback to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Check out more episodes, find amazing apparel, get connected with the community at competeeveryday.com. And until next week, Bring your best, show up every day regardless of how you feel, and be that type of competitor you were created to be.